الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم تتجافى جنوبهم عن المضاجع يدعون ربهم خوفا وطمعا ومما رزقناهم ينفقون صدق الله العظيم we had been discussing the qualities of the ibadur rahman and allah taala mentions about them that wal ladina yabituna li rabbihim sujjadaw wa qiyama that the ibadur rahman the true servants of allah taala the special slaves of allah taala they are among those people who they spend their nights in ibadat they spend their nights in the worship of allah taala in making sajda to allah taala in reciting the quran sharif in salah this is the way that the ibadur rahman spend their nights as explained that they have some time to rest also and they have some time of their night for ibadat as well this was the pattern of sayyidina rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he would rest for a portion of the night and then for a portion of the night he would stand in salah and worship allah taala and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would perform very lengthy rakats and such lengthy rakats that at times his mubarak feet would start swelling now in order for the feet to swell it requires that a person is motionless in the same position completely still calm and there is no movement for a considerable period of time long period of time and the person now is motionless so now in other words they were lengthy rakats because if there was a shorter rakat there will be some degree of movement going into ruku then going into sajda so as a result when going into sajda some pressure will be off the feet but here there was such long rakats that over time his mubarak feet would start swelling so sayyida aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala anha she once asked rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that why are you undertaking such difficulty upon yourself whereas allah taala has made you masoom has made you sinless waqad ghafara allah lak ma taqaddama min dhanbika wa ma taakhkhar that you are completely sinless and masoom So why are you taking so much of difficulty that even your feet are swelling? Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's response was that afala akunu abdan shakura should I not be a grateful slave of my rabb? In other words, that ibadat is not just for the sake of fear. Or ibadat is not just to get out of trouble. No, ibadat is out of love. and ibadat is a token of gratitude to allah taala so one is the farais the wajibat that is an obligation but the person who is a truly grateful servant of allah taala and how much has allah taala not blessed us with if we just look around ourselves we can't count the blessings that allah taala has blessed us with just look within ourselves we can't count the number of blessings allah taala has blessed us with and then the 
greatest blessing and the bounty of Iman. So we cannot fulfill one fraction of the shukr that is required. But a token of the shukr is that a person has sufficient time dedicated to the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. One is the ibadat of the day. So there are the five salahs during the day and well, up to Maghrib and then Isha is in the night. But during the day there are all these salahs and then a person spends some time, inshallah, some tilawat, some zikr, etc., dua. But then the person who is truly dedicated to Allah Ta'ala, there is a portion of his night that also goes in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. This was the manner of all the Anbiya alayhi salatu and all the pious people of every era. In fact, in one hadith sharif, this is what Rasulullah sallallahu says, alaykum bi qiyamil layl, that be very steadfast upon the qiyamul layl, upon standing up in front of Allah Ta'ala at night. On the one side, this is a token of appreciation. Rasulullah sallallahu is saying that I stand for these lengthy rakats as a kind of gratitude, as a kind of shukr to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has made me the greatest of everybody. Allah Ta'ala has given me the highest position. Allah Ta'ala has made me masoom. So I now need to be more grateful to Allah Ta'ala. So how much grateful, gratitude we have to still express. So a person who has this consciousness of the ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala, he want to be forever grateful to Allah Ta'ala. And part of that gratitude is this spending some time of the night. The night, night, night is generally a time of ghaflat for many people. Many a person who during the day is conscious of how he conducts himself, but in the night it becomes a time of ghaflat. And many a person who tries to keep himself safe from many sins during the day and come the night and he involves himself in many haram. And then there are those who don't get involved in haram, alhamdulillah, but the entire night goes in sleeping without any portion of it in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. So in any case, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi is saying that this is part of gratitude to Allah Ta'ala, where the whole night Allah Ta'ala has blessed for rest, for sleeping, so a person should try and spend some portion of that night in ibadat. This was the Mubarak way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one hadith sharif it is meant that كَانَ يَكْرَهُ النَّوْمَ قَبْلَ الْعِشَاء وَالْحَدِيثَ بَعْدَهُ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to dislike a person falling asleep before Isha. Because the Isha salah could become a problem. The person oversleeps. Now especially in those days people would be working very hard the whole day in their uh, lands or whatever other form of occupation there was. Now the person has come towards the end of the day very tired. And now after Maghrib the person decides to take a nap. It might just get extended. His sleep might overpower him. His Isha Salaam might get missed. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam dislike a person sleeping before Isha. Well Haditha Ba'dahu and would dislike people engaging in idle conversations thereafter. After Isha, either a person has some dini engagement, something of constructive engagement, otherwise he should go to bed. Why? One of the, one of the most important aspects in this regard was 
that this then becomes a means of a person being rested in time. He went to bed early, so he can rise early. And he can stand up in front of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And he can spend some time in ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. So this going to bed early was for this purpose as well. As well as other issues too. But one of the main issues, one of the major issues, was that this will help a person to wake up then, in the last one third of the night, which is the most important part of the night. comes in the Hadith Sharif, that in the last one third of the night, this is every night of the year, Allah Ta'ala Himself calls out, May yastaghfiruni Allah. Who is seeking forgiveness, I may grant Him forgiveness. Who is seeking risk, I may grant Him risk. Who is seeking relief from some problem and difficulty, I may grant it to Him. So this is a very special time for dua, very special time for ibadat. So this is something to be aspiring for. And this was the way of all the pious people of the past. In one hadith sharif, Rasulullah says, Alaykum bi qiyamil layl. Then hold fast onto this ibadat of the night, this tahajjud salah. فَإِنَّهُ دَأْبُ الصَّالِحِينَ قَبْلَكُمْ This is the pattern and the, man, the manner of all the pious people before you. All the pious people before you, this is how they conducted themselves that they had a portion of time in the night set aside for ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala uh, praises such people. تَتَجَافَ جُنُوبُهُمْ عَنِ الْمَضَاجِعِ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ In Surah Al-Sajda, Allah Ta'ala speaks about the true believers, that they are those who, among the qualities that they have, تَتَجَافَ جُنُوبُهُمْ عَنِ الْمَضَاجِعِ their sides are separated from their beds. Why are their sides separated from their beds? Because يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا That they are calling unto their Rabb, calling unto Allah Taala, out of fear and hope. Iman is between fear and hope. So they have this fear also. They are not fearless and heedless. But at the same time they have tremendous hope in Allah Ta'ala. So this is a very beautiful quality of theirs. Allah Ta'ala mentions it in the Quran Sharif. Can we imagine what a tremendous praise this is? Allah Ta'ala is praising such people in the Quran Sharif that their sides are separated from their beds. Not that the whole night has to be spent in ibadat. Very few people have that capacity that the entire night be spent in ibadat. Yes, there are certain special occasions. We are in the month of Ramadan and in this month is Laylatul Qadr. So a person should have that mindset that inshallah I'll try and spend the whole night or the bulk of the night, the maximum amount of the night. If a person needs to rest for some portion of the night, there's no problem with that. Problem with that. Problem with that. But that's the zeal. That as much as possible a person is going to try and engage himself in all the odd nights of the last ten nights to try and earn the maximum. So Allah Ta'ala is praising such people. And Allah Ta'ala says what we have given them, they spend out of it. They have generosity in their hearts. They don't hold back the ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala and keep it for themselves. They share it with others also. Everyone according to his capacity. But no matter how little a person may apparently have, he can also share something. A person has one ram, 
he can share five cents. Something a person can share, Allah Ta'ala has blessed him, he can share something. So, Allah Ta'ala loves this. And this is what Rasulullah says in the Hadith Sharif, that, فَإِنَّهُ دَأْبُ الصَّالِحِينَ قَبْلَكُمْ Hold on to this Qiyamul Layl, this Tahajjud. This has been the way of all the pious people before you. In other words, anybody who has reached some rank of piety, some closeness to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, then together with having done whatever was necessary, having fulfilled the commands of Allah Ta'ala, stayed away from sin, and if there was some mistake, immediately making tawbah and istighfar, among the things that they had part of their life was that they had Qiyamul Layl in their lives. They stood up and made ibadat in some portion of the night. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, qablakum. Then further Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, That the standing up in the night is a means of gaining the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. So gaining the closeness of Allah Ta'ala, every single mu'min would be aspiring for this. Allah is our Rabb. Allah Ta'ala is our sustainer, our nourisher. Allah Ta'ala is the one who has blessed us with everything. Every breath we take is purely His grace. We look is with His grace and mercy. We speak, it is with His grace and mercy. We lift one finger, it is only because of His grace and mercy. We manage to swallow one morsel of food, it is purely His grace and mercy. Every single thing that we do is purely out of His grace and mercy. And then out of His grace and mercy, He has blessed us with the greatest wealth of Iman. So we want to get close to our Rabb who's been so kind and compassionate upon us. So in order to get close to Allah Ta'ala, the most important thing is taqwa. In awliya'uhu illa al-muttaqoon. That the friends of Allah Ta'ala are those who have taqwa. And taqwa is to give up sin, all kinds of sin. Whether it pertains to drinking uh, intoxicants or smoking uh, intoxicants or gambling or committing zina or other kinds of evils of that nature or whether it is ghibat, whether it is casting haram glances, whether it is listening to ghibat, whether it is thinking evil deliberately, whether it is thinking meaning plotting and planning that evil deliberately, or whether it is other aspects in terms of social life, whether it is the adopting of, or rather the lack of adopting proper hijab and parda, or the manner of dressing, all these things are to be considered and taqwa covers everything in our life. That everything must be according to the command of Allah Ta'ala and according to the Mubarak way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this month of Ramadan is a month of acquiring taqwa and the primary aspect that will take us towards taqwa is sincere tawbah. This is something that we unfortunately somehow just treat very lightly. It's just a passing istighfar that we make. Istighfar is also very important, very necessary. But the primary aspect is tawbah, repenting, <laughs> giving up the wrong, changing our lives, making our lives better than what it was, moving closer to Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, we have done, mashallah, whatever ibadat we've done, but then the primary purpose of Ramadan, that is to acquire taqwa, would not be achieved. So Rasulullah Wasallam says, that you want to get the special closeness to Allah Ta'ala, one is obviously taqwa, then over and above that, the aspect of, the aspect of Qiyamul Layl, 
qurbatun ila rabbatun ila rabbikum it is a means of gaining closeness to your rabb then further rasulullah sallallahu says mukaffiratun lis-sayyi'at it is a means of forgiveness of sins means of forgiveness of sins how much do we not require this that allah ta'ala's forgiveness is achieved and then wa man hatun anil ism the person who is punctual on his qiyamul layl on standing up in tahajjud allah tabaraka wa ta'ala makes this a means of his protection from sin it's like a person being blessed with a as we get like a bulletproof jacket so a person is going out in a dangerous place he wears a bulletproof jacket so here allah ta'ala is blessing a person with a sin proof shield that a person who is punctual with the qiyamul layl with the tahajjud this becomes a shield for him from sin it becomes a protection for him it becomes a means of tremendous courage and strength within him to be able to crush those haram desires of the nafs to be able to uh, repel the des- temptations of shaitan so this qiyamul layl and this tahajjud it has this tremendous benefit and further in one hadith sharif it is also mentioned that it becomes a means of a person getting saved from various illnesses this is also mentioned in one hadith sharif that it becomes a means of getting saved from various illnesses so subhanallah that qiyamul layl that standing up in the night this has such tremendous benefit now one is to try and uh, acquire this great benefit throughout the year so that is something to try for aspire for inshallah we will discuss further details in that regard but again as mentioned yesterday we are currently in the month of ramadan and we are already in this mubarak time where generally everybody does wake up at the time of sahri to partake of sahri and that time of sahri is the time of tahajjud that is the time of tahajjud so we plan to wake up a little earlier 20 minutes half an hour somebody gets tawfiq and that'll give tawfiq 45 minutes one hour earlier because especially in the current situation we all have ample time to rest during the day generally this is the case and if a person goes to bed a little earlier and he wakes up at quarter to 4 4 o'clock there's still ample sleep he had already so to wake up at that time and to engage in this ibadat which though at other times sometimes it's a little of a challenge for us but in this mubarak month and in under the circumstances we are this is extremely easy it just requires a little bit of attention a little bit of focusing the mind and subhanallah so much to take such great nemats and bounties of allah taala to take at that time and then the dua of that time so this is something not to be missed we should not allow one day to pass allah taala give us allah taala give us allah taala give us tawfiq is only with his tawfiq that this is achieved allah taala bless us and enable us that not one day passes without having performed that we have performed our tahajjud salah this inshallah will become the means of this continuing throughout our year life and that should be the hope and that should be the dua that should be the niyat that allah taala make this a part and parcel of my life so this is something to aspire for we aspire for many things we aspire for so many things of dunya we aspire for things we've already got dozens of we want one more 
and things we will just basically look at it and get happy we saw it that is there now I own it and that's it after a couple of days that it's lost its novelty and that's the end of it but we've got so many aspirations of these kind of things and then we spend so much of money for it and we undertake so much of difficulty for it and at the end of the day there's nothing to really show for it it's just all just there was a fleeting uh, thought and some temptation and some desire for something and it came and went, finished. Then after that, something new came out that you don't want to look at it again. So for the futile things of dunya, we have such great aspirations and then behind those aspirations, such great efforts, so many sacrifices to acquire those things and after a short while, it's all just like history gone, forgotten. Here, the aspiration is to get close to Allah Ta'ala. The aspiration is to earn all the great barakat and blessings of that Mubarak time. To gain the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. To gain His special bounties and rahmat. So a little bit of sacrifice, especially in the month of Ramadan, it's hardly much sacrifice, very little sacrifice. Little bit of sacrifice and inshallah with the barakat of this, we will find that Allah Ta'ala will bless us tremendously and in this Mubarak month we become punctual on this. Inshallah with the barakat of the tahajjud in the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala will bless us with the tawfiq of continuing after Ramadan as well. So, Inshallah, we should try and make this a part and parcel of our night, that Inshallah, some time is spent in the ibadat of tahajjud and trying to fulfill the sunnahs of that time when Rasulullah would wake up for the time, for the, at the time of tahajjud. The first thing he would do, take the name of Allah Ta'ala, then pass his hands, rub his hands over his Mubarak eyes, the, the, the palms, the uh, ball of the palms, rub it over his Mubarak eyes, and uh, that was part of the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallam, reciting the Basnoon Dua at that time, Alhamdulillahilladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhin nushur, and then the last ruku of Surah Al-Imran, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would even look up towards the sky while reciting these ayat. So we try, if we have, we know these ayat by heart, we try or we know some portion of it. So by fulfilling these sunnah, so much more we will gain. And that nur and barakat that will come to us. And then we try to spend some time in the Tayyamul Layl in Tahajjud and sometime in Dua, begging for ourselves, begging for the entire Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala accept the efforts of one and all. Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and Allah Ta'ala make us among His special and pious servants and bless us with the beautiful and great wealth of taqwa. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم رضي الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم 
الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا غلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأبتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا إنه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج الكرب عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اشفي مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه المعين والحمد لله رب العالمين